Sorry for not being here Thursday and Friday, uh, but I've got a lot of business to do and a little rest once in a while. My name is Roy Masters, and I've been on the air for more than 55 years, in case you haven't heard of me before. A lot of people doesn't, don't want to listen to me long before, if you know what I'm trying to say. But anyway, I thought this evening I would talk to you about what's happening with the winds and and hopefully get you out of some of those big cities and places where you have tornadoes and and tremendous amounts of winds and violent storms like Houston, Texas. I lived in Houston, Texas, and I was in one of those many years ago, and I said, no more. And I came to Los Angeles the night from Los Angeles. I came up to where we are today, Grants Pass, Oregon. And basically, if it wasn't for the, the individuals here, kind of Nazi kinds of people every now and then, uh, I should say it roughly that way. But all in all, all the suffering I had to go through, I think it's worth worthwhile of being here. And if I was you, when you see the dangers of everything around, which is political, the, the, the possibility of civil war, and, and the, the, the climate, which is horrible, I thought, well, let me, ex- this would be a good idea, I thought to myself, that you need to understand the difference between two kinds of winds that have any meaning, like the violent storm in Houston, Texas. I'm up here, and I'm suggesting that you move away from storm places where lots of storms are, like Houston, Texas, or tornadoes. How do you live in a world with tornadoes? I mean that they come very, very frequently, and nobody knows what 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 causes them. I've looked up. I've looked up. And they do not know. Now, I can understand that a storm is lots of wind. That's easy, but basically. But when it comes to a tornado, then it's something else. They don't know what causes it. But it's right in front of their nose. And so I think this evening I shall have the the noblest pleasure, which is the joy of understanding and share with you, if I can. uh, That is Leonardo da Vinci. The noblest pleasure is the joy of understanding. And when when I'm talking to you this evening, what I do, and you may hear little ruffles on the microphone, but I, since I do not prepare for my work. I close my eyes because I don't want to be distracted from anything around me. I only want to speak from what comes up 
into my heart and into my mouth and into your soul. And so, if you'd like to call me, I would love to call you. If you want to call me and let me talk to you about a tornado, because the tornado is horrible. I mean, it. I don't know if you've ever seen one, but I've seen many of them on, you know, uh, on the various um, TV stations, and it's the, the force is so, is murderous, and it in several parts of the country, you have to look at it when the time comes every year. It's dangerous. It's like like German bombing you. Just as bad. A horror. So, but let me just talk to you in a few minutes. Just a few minutes about the wind is the wind, and, and I, they, they understand the, how the wind blows, and you can't stop a storm. But if you understood how a tornado works, then there's some interesting material that surfaces. I want to share it with you. And it's not so easy with my eyes closed. Uh, because if you want to call me, uh, let me give you the phone number. If you want to talk to me about a tornado, what causes it, I have looked and looked and looked and find out that science doesn't know what it is. It's right staring him in the face. So I've said it before, now I'll say it again. The foundation of human understanding teaches an observation exercise, often called meditation, which permits you to become objective toward your problems and allows your heartaches, bad habits, fears, and anxieties to be completely eliminated from your life without effort on your part. Until you have begun to practice this exercise, much of what you see and hear on the following program may be shocking and upsetting to you. But if you will listen calmly and with an open mind, you may discover the key to the peace of mind and joy for which you've been searching all of your life. And now from the foundation of human understanding, here is Roy Masters. Yes, we're going to talk about a little bit about the storm in Houston, Texas, but we can't help those storms. I don't think we'll ever be able to control them. But tornadoes, I am always amazed to see that people live in big cities where all the filth of the earth lives. Excuse me. Especially in these days, you have, you're right next to a civil war, and a big city is a very dangerous place, place to be. Because when things start to collapse, you can't go out and get water or electricity. But if you're in a country like a small town where I am, Grants Pass, Oregon, I came up here about 30 years ago. I left you know, a lot of business behind. A lot of people I could have reached and helped. I had to help my family first. 
I had to look into the future first. And so I found that Grants Pass, Oregon, is one of three places that has no um, danger of fallout, if you know what I mean. There's only three of them in the world. One is here, Grants Pass, Oregon. And the other is somewhere in Russia. And the third one, I don't know where it is, but I know the three. That is a safety for what's going to, about to happen, civil war, and God knows what's going to happen with fallout. This is, place is a sanctuary away from fallout. As I said, there's only three places, and this is one of them. And we are going to have a bad world. And get out of the, the get out of the big cities. They want you to. They want you to be in a big city. You have no idea how they can control you in a big city, but not in a little town where everybody has guns. To put it mildly. However, having said that, this is the place where, the, where the, the climate is beautiful all the year round and surrounded by mountains. And, this, and so whatever happens, it won't happen here. I always knew that. I, it, I can't tell you how it happened, but it did. I don't want the story. Your story is good be very interesting to you, but I only want you to understand that things are going to be worse. And it's becoming severe. Civil war, nuclear war, but the fallout here will never be. There will be no fallout in this area. And so you need to think of this and get the hell out of big cities. Okay, now. When I was talking about big cities, you see what happened to a big city. It can be worse than this. Why not bring, bring your children out to a small town and make a living? You can begin by letting your wife and children come over here while you make um, a reason for your I'm trying to make a point. I need to get better off that point because what, what I want to really talk to you about, I got my eyes closed and I got some little uh, few words on the screen. I want to make sure that I want to talk about a tornado, if you don't mind, because it, it it's relevant. It's a, a, Tornadoes are very dangerous things and very very common and very dangerous. And you don't want him to, to live in a world where a tornado will smash everything down in your city, in your wherever you live. So let me just tell you what a tornado is. I've looked it up and find out that the psych, these scientists don't know what they what it is. I would like to share with you because I'm a, an amateur physicist. And I am able to see things because I'm not a, I'm not a person who bites anything, every piece of wisdom or knowledge 
I have to see it for myself. In this case, they don't know what it is. So may I suggest, cause you to suggest something that will make it very interesting to you? Because the reason why I'm saying that, because it's so simple, it's so so much in front of my nose or their noses, it's a wonder they don't see it. All right, excuse me, I had to cough a little bit. I want you to understand this. Um, when when a, you have a strike of lightning, what is happening? What makes the noise? What makes the thunder? It's simple. They know what that is. I can share that with you to the best of my ability. So when you have a strike of lightning, which is is coming from the sky, thousands of feet away. It's a tremendous electromagnetic connection. And but the but the the atmosphere that's coming through it's burned in, into nothing. Just for that fraction of a second. So that there's a there's an emptiness there an emptiness of gravity, an emptiness of any kind of atmosphere. And then, when it, as soon as it's hit the ground and it collapses, so the, the environment collapses too, like that, as thunder. That's what makes thunder. They know that. Now, let me go to a little bit whereby they do not know a tornado. And the reason why I bring about the tornado if I can show you, and I do hope that scientists are listening to me, please, if you have a scientist friend, please put him on. I have looked to see if anybody understood it. And science doesn't know, but it's looking at them in the face. I know the beginning of the universe, and it's looking at them in the face. But that's not what I'm going to talk about. It's this, uh, this is relevant and it should be entertaining. And I think the most noblest pleasure, as Leonardo Vinci said, the noblest pleasure is the joy of understanding, and I hope that you will enjoy this. So let's go with a tornado. Now, a tornado is a long... Uh, I'll try to find a word that resembles what it might be, but it's... a a long connection to the earth. It's the same as lightning. It is lightning, but it's a continuous lightning. So you don't hear any thunder. And it continues oh, from a few minutes to ten minutes. And it rushes across the, 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 the tundra. And, and whatever it reaches, it smashes it all to pieces. It's horrible. It's dangerous. You don't want to live there. But let, let me say, say what it is, because if we understand, this is one thing we can understand. The wind, wind in Texas, I don't know how to, I don't think anybody will be able to stop that. I don't think so, but maybe they can. But a tornado kills a lot of people every year. And you really don't want to live in a place like that, which has it all the time. It's unnecessary. 
you can come up here where it's beautiful, where you don't have any of that. It's not, it's not possible to have it because there's mountains all around it and you need flat air, a flat plain for tornadoes, etc., etc. And, yep, and the, um, the climate is beautiful. Oh, yeah. Anyway, um, tornado is electromagnetic. In other words, a streak of lightning that comes to the ground but continues coming to the ground. That's why you don't hear any thunder. It's continuous, so there's no collapsing at that moment. There's no collapsing which causes thunder. It burns a hole all the way to ground to ground. And when it stops, the the atmosphere collapses like that, and that's thunder. Now, we all know that, but what is a, a tornado? It does not have any thunder. It just goes away. And what is happening to us is this. It is electromagnetic connection to the earth. It's very simple. It's a spark. A, a long spark, but it's a continuous spark. And so when it's a continuous spark, you know elect electromagnetic essences spin. It's everything within that framework is spinning. And when it touches the ground and it's spinning, when it touches the ground, it will crawl over the ground and suck up the earth. Whatever is there, it sucks it up so it's silent. In a, in, in a sense, in one sense, it's silent. There's no bang and no, no uh, anything like that, like a, a normal um, streak of lightning, but it's thunder. It doesn't have it. So as long as it's... It, it's coming to earth like lightning, but it doesn't make a boom because it doesn't collapse. And it's the collapse that makes the noise. It's called thunder. And so what's, what's happening is the, the spin and the, and the um, lack of air or even gravity, it sucks it up because it's a vacuum and it sucks it up spinning. And there you have it. And at a certain point, when a, mount, a little mountain here and there, it gets in the way, it slows down and disappears. Now, when you understand that it's electromagnetic, if you understood it, you could get energy from it, or you could stop it. And I don't have the answer to that, but I have the understanding of what it is. As I said, the noblest pleasure is the joy of understanding. Leonardo da Vinci, and I agree with him. All right. Having said that, I'm happy to talk to talk with you. I've opened my 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 program, my call screen. I'm seeing somebody, and it's Laura. Hello, Laura. 
What's cooking? Hello, Roy. Let me see if I can make you nice and loud. Go ahead. Okay. Thank you for taking my call. I appreciate that. Yes, um, I, I can hear you I, nice and clear. Yes, go ahead. Good. Beautiful. I have suspicion that my 15-year-old son may be starting to smoke marijuana, and I'm not sure what to do. Uh, where's your husband? My husband is here. He's We're married, and, and he is here, and he is aware of it. Uh, how old is he, you say? Fifteen. All right. I need to talk to your husband. Okay. Could you could you let me talk? Would he talk to me? Can I can I ask him? Can can you hold? I will hold. And the number, ladies and gentlemen, is eight hundred eight six six eighty eight eighty three. If you have any questions, if you have any problems, my business is to help you to overcome anything. Because. All your sicknesses, 99% of you, is only one, one root cause. One root cause. One root cause. And if you want to understand that and why you have different diseases, none of them are different in the sense that they have the same root. Okay. So now we've got Laura. Do you have Laura? Uh, I'm listening to Laura if she's going to call. Yes, Roy? Yes, I'm, I'm here. Hi, okay. I asked my husband, and he said he'd rather not speak with you. Oh, well, that's a shame. And it is. Uh, did I do something wrong to him? No, you haven't. Um, does, does he, not does, at all. Let me ask you a question. Does he not like me? Okay, is he Is he afraid of me? No, not at all. He said he would actually would like to speak with you. Oh, oh, good. Okay. Hey, Roy, how are you? Uh, I'm doing good. Uh, what, what's your name, your first name? That's Mike. Hi, Mike. This, yeah, you know who I am. <laughs> uh, listen, you, yes. forgive me for uh, pushing my way around, because you're the man of the whole house, and you're the only person that can do it. She cannot do what you can. And, but there's something you need to know in order to, to be able to succeed in being a man. But I have to say that it's not a woman's job to help the kid to overcome every perversion. And the particular one she was talking about was uh, whatever it was. I forgot what it was, but it wasn't good. Correct. Um, so... You need to take what a boy needs and what a girl needs is a gentle, firm, no-nonsense father. No anger. Just, no, you can't go with those boys until you have the control over them rather than over you. I made it, hope I made it simple. You need to no, be I strong. Think it's, uh, it's a very good point. I appreciate your, uh, your point of view. I've respected you for some time. Yeah, and then, so that really is, that's all there is to it. Just keep him under your, but no anger, no hostility. Just, just no, no, not again. No, no, 
No, you can't. Until you have the control and and trust your father. I love you. You don't have to say it if you don't want to. But it's my my position to make sure that when you come into the world, the world doesn't come into you and you don't know what you're getting into, but you love your father and listen to me and I won't hurt you. I'm going to help you save yourself from them where the parents of them don't have not succeeded. That's about roughly what I would say. I will take that into consideration. I think it's very good advice. It's sound. Uh, just leave leave your wife alone because she can't do it. No, women can't do that. Only men. And you have to find God. And that's when you find God, that's why it's the evidence that you have authority when you're not angry and you're calm. Right. You know, revenge is mine, saith the Lord. I shall pay back. And so that's why I say, don't judge. Just say, just understand that the kids are, are it's pathetic. They don't understand. They don't have a a, a father like you. I rest, okay. see that you are a, a decent man, but you need to hold your ground. It's all I'm saying until it's all over. And that, that year or so, it would be well, well spent, in my opinion. And I'm done with I you if you like. I appreciate you coming to the microphone. Well, thank you for uh, sharing. I think that's sound advice, and it's very simple and direct, and it asserts authority. I appreciate it. Uh, thank you very much. I appreciate the appreciation. All right. Let me <laughs> hand you back to Christina. Thank you very much. Hello. Hi, Roy. Uh, listen, I, we've taken care of it. Relax. You have your f- husband back. He's going to take care of it. And that's the way it should be. And leave him alone. Okay? And just leave him to be and let him do what man can do to a, um, his own son. But it's not good if it's you doing it. That's all I want to say. So yeah. put that aside. With okay? I have another okay. son who's younger, okay. and this 15-year-old is, is sharing with the younger son. Can you can you come closer to the microphone so I can hear you better? I have. Okay, go ahead. Can you hear me? Okay, I have another son that's younger. Um, he's thirteen. How old is he? And the so I have first the fifteen-year-old right that's starting to kind of get involved in this, and then uh, I have yes, another but son. Yes, but I've talked to your husband, and he'll tell you what I said. Okay. Uh, leave it to him. Okay. Don't in, right. uh, don't interrupt and don't get nervous. Leave it to him. I am. Okay, uh, I'm getting now, nervous. How old is this time. one? Then I have a second one. He's 13. The 15-year-old, it looks like he's starting to inf- really try to drag the 13-year-old into this as well. Well, leave it to your husband. That's what men are for. Okay. Same thing. Okay. Just say Roy says so. Just do, but he can do, if he does one, he can do the same for the other. No. Okay. You cannot do that. No. And no, and keep them home. And and give them something to say, listen, if you want to be somebody, find out what you want to be in life. And begin and begin it as soon as you can. That's what I did. That's that's what my father taught me basically. 
You know, like says, all I'm doing, Roy, is I'm sitting here and I'm, I'm crying and I'm thinking, I don't want the voice to see No, you haven't. You haven't the power. Your husband's exactly. got it. Give it yeah. back to him in a manner of speaking, or you shouldn't have ever taken it from him. You don't want to take a man's vote, a man. Leave him alone as a man. Right. Yeah, okay. you, you gave me over to him, and he understood yeah. it. Let yeah. him do it. And don't you worry. Turn your head away, because the more you worry, the more you embolden your son, that 13-year-old. Wow. You can see your weakness. Okay. He, can, he can bully you into being weak. And, and okay. try to be nice to him. And if, he, if you're nice to him, he gets worse. He gets what he wants. So this, while this is happening, I just continue on like as if nothing's going on, correct? As a father, it, you should make sure whatever happens, I'm going to talk to your father now. Okay. Here's your father. I, I'm not going to oh. t- take care of that. This is a man's thing. Okay. Thank, that's it. Don't meddle, huh? Don't meddle. Do not meddle, otherwise you lose your family. Let the man exactly. do it. In my family, okay. I'm the man. I don't mean to be rude, but I'm the man and she's not. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. He told me, he said, look, if this, is, if this is the path that he chooses, gosh darn it, you let him. If he needs to fall flat on his face like this... Well, I did talk to him. him. I, I, I'm happy you told me that. And but when he was listening to listening to me, he agreed with me. And if he's not telling the truth, then he's not a man. And hello, everyone. Welcome once again to the program. Um, and I opened the program with something I love. It's just a, one line of Leonardo da Vinci. The noblest, pleasure, the noblest pleasure is the joy of understanding. And so, if you don't mind, I will try to make a point of what the difference between understanding... This is Leonardo da Vinci, and he writes this because... If you read a scripture or read something very noble, as he's expressed it, the noblest pleasure is the joy of understanding. Can anybody give you understanding? No. You cannot give a person the something called understanding. The tendency is for schools and universities to shove, and also religions, to shove words down everybody's throats and to to imitate it and not question. I make sure my, my children, when they went to school, I took them out. It got so bad. I took them out many, many, many years ago. And the oldest is uh, 62, 63. So that's how long ago it is. But I took them out because I don't want them to memorize religion, memorize 
anything that is an authority gives you to memorize, that is a dangerous thing. You become a mechanical person. You have all knowledge and no common sense. The noblest pleasure is the joy of understanding. And what does it mean to understand? It means to not have mechanical thoughts in your mind except when you're reading a scripture or when you're doing science. You read it and this does it make mistake does it make sense? Let me let me prove it if it's physics. But mostly understanding can be represented as a form of salvation. Obama, this is the one I use all the time. And why did you, why did you raise him to the, to be the most powerful person on earth? Why did you do that? Because he had a nice face, and he was educated, educated, matter of speaking, which is makes him a machine of some kind. And yes, it does. He was a. Marxist. He was trained as a Marxist and to understand to cripple every, any country he'd go to, but they, the, the Russians and the Marxists had to wait for several generations to, for the, what's happening now to sprout in favor of them as civil war. Don't go away. I was talking about Obama and how he was programmed. And they took him from a little child and saw that he has charm and all the rest of it. And they were able to, with the, with the help of universities, as you see, universities have turned, turned to the left and not to the right, which is America per se. With all this wonderful things, what freedoms are going to get lost. And they almost did if there was a third generation, a third uh, um, Obama type of person that would continue the first two. But the reason why I'm saying this is to make a simple story about what, what, what understanding is. Because here he is with one particular a thought, one particular thought which is, is absolutely brilliant, but it requires understanding. If you're an intellectual and you see a fancy person who seems to love you and he says, he, he implies that he is going to make America the best in the world. And the way he said it was like this. Fundamental transformation, uh, that's going to make our country great. 
a huge lie. Because if you had understanding and not just become a, a person who believes somebody and whether it's a religion or whether it's any kind of education, I questioned the, 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 the psychiatrist. I, 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 I attack, basically speaking, I don't think that's the right word, but it's good enough. When I was in school, I looked at the teachers in much the way that um, Obama seems to you. But I could see through them. I did not want to have whatever they want me to have, some kind of uh, glorious thing, which is, you know, I haven't got the name for it because it's been such a long time. I don't want to be educated. I don't want, I want to see it, and I want to discuss it. I want to look at it. And if I, I cannot copy and memorize anything, I have to see through it. And if I see it's right, I'll accept it. But if I see that it's, it's fundamental transformation, actually meant, clearly meant, but since you didn't have understanding, you put him in as the president of the country twice. You bloody idiots. If, excuse me, if you're an intellectual, you're a bloody idiot because all you have is what they tell you and you haven't have been able to understand that. In other words, that's, that's not the right word to say. But you haven't got, you can see through the person and he doesn't really know. He's just got a mountain of words, one after the other. He has no common sense. And noblest pleasure is the joy of understanding. He is to stand under what is true. And one of the reasons why you've lost your understanding is because you have reacted to cruelty. When now I'm now I'm going to talk about what I always say on every program, and here it is: in the beginning, let's see, when you when you come into the world, listen carefully. When you come into the world. You have a gift from God. That gift has a name. And it's intuition. It means what it says. Intuition. In other words, from within. From within to the world. And you have that as I speak to you. Do you remember that you had enlightenment when you came into the world? Did you, were, were you able to live long enough, let's say two or three years old, even one, one and eight ninths or something like that? But can you remember that you could see your parents 
for what they were, but they couldn't see what they were or worthless. How many people understand that your suffering is because eventually you lose your faith in understanding, to stand under, to see clearly by a light that's been given to you to unmask what is beyond the lie and with the truth. And this is what we have to come back to because we've got a percentage, roughly 80% of marriages have fallen apart as hardly any men to take to get to correct the children. They throw out the men. And in Obama's day, women were more, more, more valuable than men. And that turned everything upside down. So you dare not speak to your wife. You dare not say, put the fruit down, Eve, because then she gets upset and goes to the government and you go to jail. All that came with him, and then some. Money, everything gone. Here's my pen. I can write whatever I want. It, 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 you would have lost billions and trillions of... I don't know how to say it. It's almost like we have nothing. Everything for nothing. And yet you, you fixed it for a second time. That's how stupid you've been. Are you still stupid that way? That's the question. Gentlemen, let me just talk to you a little bit more. It needs to be said in every program. It's your job to do two things. Keep your wife in a proper place and don't let her get away with a thing. If you let her get away with anything. Now, as I'm... I'm explaining this, I shall re-explain this in a minute, but it does sound to many women, I hate women, no I don't. The real woman likes what I'm saying, but she might have a real man yet, so we come back to the man, correct? We come back to the man. What is missing in the man? What's missing in the man that he's born of woman? Well, how the hell would he ever be otherwise? But it wasn't that way in the beginning, was it? In the beginning, Adam was created out of God. And then he took a little piece of her and, put, and, and that was Eve. And that's an order. God, man, woman. But the trouble is he didn't, he, he didn't listen to his creator, the woman was closest to the dark side of the force. There are two forces. The one that Adam had as called God. Yes, that's it. And on the opposite side, if there's a God who is something and creation, there's another one that does the opposite. And that's caused the trials and tribulations of life. And if you could suffer if you could learn how to deal with life from from within like Adam could have had but 
lost. And so that lost state was upside down. And so God said, because you, Adam, have done this thing, so shall you leave your mother and father and become joined. I mean joined in a way that it's you sort of stuck with it, like a half man and half woman. So shall you believe, belong to your wife as one flesh. And that's a pain. That is the danger. That's the problem. Men come from women, and then you say, how else can you? The whole Bible says something about man, um, man born of woman. But how else would you? But it, it means something else. There is something there. I was talking about understanding. Understanding is uh, you have inherited upside-down relationship. But that's a good thing. Because if you all Adams and Eve, you all make the same mistake and nothing happens. So he turns it upside down and makes the man suffer until he just understands that what women need. He's going to suffer from the woman. And the woman's going to be hateful to the man or try to appease him only to make him a big bully or an, or, or an appeaser for sex or whatever it is. But the, but the lonely love he has is the hunger for sex, the pleasure, the sense of worth. It's worthless. The sense of worth in anything is worthless. The food you eat is worthless because it makes you feel good. And when you feel good, you don't feel bad. But every, every, time, you, every time you take that drug, the food can be a drug, a drug can be a drug, anything can be a drug. But to say food itself is a very powerful drug because it's, it's an extension of paradise lost. And it's connected to the woman. And so when a man comes, is born of a woman, what does he do? He has an emptiness. And where does he fill the emptiness? From the woman that created him. See, it's like being created by, from your mother. It's similar to that. And so what you need is to have a man to pull him away. But how can you pull the child away if you can't pull yourself away? And so my understanding is that you should listen to what I'm saying, that your correction of your wife may upset her. But what you have to learn is that never mind whether you are with God or without. But even with God, your wife will get angry because she feels like that, that man is hers. The dark side. But deep down inside, she wants to be corrected. But it's not spoken of. Nobody speaks about it. Nobody. And so I was saying, you know, I wish I had a man had authority like Adam once had and you men need to find that first before you start correcting the woman 
did you understand what I meant by God's, the God's uh, presence? You see, a man born of woman is comes out of her, but also like an animal, he goes back to her for nurturing, or we call it for love, or you can give it, it you can give it a name called sex. It gives you a feeling, but that feeling causes you to be addicted to it because it's lust, and it isn't love. But you call it love. It's lust, and it's painful to the woman. It draws, it demands something from the other side of the dark force to come up through her into you. And you become a, 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 a weenie, a wimp. How many of you men are wimps? Most of you are. And when you, but, but there's also another side, just as, just as dangerous, is to become a bully because when she doesn't give it to you, you want to beat her up. Because that's what you married her for. Give it to me. And then she gets upset and, and, and yields and gives in or runs away. Now, does anybody understand matrimony? Now, do you understand it? The, the psychiatrist doesn't understand. The psychologist doesn't understand it. They don't understand even the, what even, even the sicknesses are. As I opened the program, about halfway through, I was talking about this sub sub subject in a, a less intensive way. But... It's essential that you have intuition, coming back to that, because intuition is from God. But when you come into the world, if you have a mother and not a, not a father, then you become subject to your mother, and that makes you an, a slave of your mother, and you can't say no to anybody your whole life or you become a slave of your mother per se, and there is no life. Or you rebel, and, and you run away, and you get into mischief. There's no father to stop that. Gentlemen, may I suggest that you keep your little thing where it belongs, pardon the expression, and... Well, I, I was going to say something, but then I changed my mind. It's a little bit crude, so I, I, I changed my mind, if you don't mind. I want you to understand that women need love. But what love is, is from God. There is no love in the universe. There does not exist love except in a Jesus kind of, of mannerism, you understand that he was the first one that was in, came into the world enlightened. And the minute he appeared, he was different from everybody else. And so you only had to stand next to him, and it radiated, and you became a better person, especially if you accepted it without knowing why you're accepting it. And leaving the acceptance of the wrong side of the force behind. Do you understand that now? 
I know I started my program with about about the different kinds of winds and like the storms of Houston, Texas. And then I spoke about tornadoes. And I gave my... I found that I'm just going to finish off in a few minutes. And I just want to connect those of you who need to grasp what I was saying in the beginning. Take your kid, take your family, and come to a place like Grant's Pass or any place that's safe for fallout. Understand that's why I'm here. Thirty-some years ago, I knew what to do. I knew how to settle down, even though I, I was bombarded by the, the local people here. It was a very difficult period of time. And even this day, I'm shunned by most of them, and the media here is not very pleasant. But nevertheless, this is a very interesting place. There's only one, as I said, there's only three like this in the world, but it does not um, have fallout if there's a, 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 a war. There's only three places. One is here. In, in 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 Medford here, Grants Pass, and the other is in Russia. A third one we don't know where, but this is the safest place on earth. It is terrible things are going to happen. Terrible things to happen only because men. How can I say? What is it? How do you say what marriage is? There's a special name. To be bonded to marriage in a gracious matrimony, yes. There's an appropriate matrimony. And that is only possible, the only way it could work without destroying yourself and destroying your children is for a man to love the hell out of the woman. Now, don't get upset. I don't mean it as what you think. But but you have inherited, women have inherited Eve in inheritance. And you cannot allow a woman to bring up a boy or even a girl. She can only go so far. And man must take over right away. Even from the very beginning, a man must have the common sense to, look, the baby's crying, and the mother's tired. Never mind tired. Make sure that baby is fed. There's all kinds of things that women will do to their own children. I just want, this is too, this is too close to the end of this program. But I understand, gentlemen, that you, your, your, Appeasement of your wife is the horror of your life. You cannot appease a woman thinking it's love. All you're doing is drawing up the dark side of Eve. It's generational. So when you now we come back to the world again, 
when you come into the world, you come into a woman. And then you have a man born of woman who doesn't have any authority over the woman. It's called a man, but it's not a man at all until God is there, until authority is there, and you shine. There's a shining in your calmness, in your being, so she screams and yells, and you say no. I remember this. There's a movie that comes from India. I never forget it, and I have just a few minutes to make the point. I saw this video, and somebody said, Watch this, Roy. There's a man sitting at a table reading his newspaper. And the woman wants to say something to him, but he's studying. He's, got, he's studying there, and he's, he's interested in there. And, he, and she, she says, she's, she's needling him. And he's taking no notice because he's saying, I just want to read this for a minute. And then all of a sudden she takes the newspaper out of his hand and throws it on the ground. So he quietly picks up the newspaper and starts reading again. And then again, she gets angry and takes the newspaper away and throws it on the ground. And he picks up the newspaper again, and it happens several times. And after, after just a little while, she goes, oh, well. And he continues reading his newspaper, and she doesn't have her way. That's perfect. Calm. Don't get reactive. The minute you start to react, you begin to become the extension of that person. Is that sufficient? Okay, now, may I suggest that you go to my foundation, FHU, the only way I can say it, I hope it gets you there, FHU.com, and download a meditation exercise that costs nothing. In short order, someday soon, everything we have will be for free. And the reason for that is we're a non-profit organization, and it's going to stay that way after I'm gone, while I'm still alive. And, oh, I see the time is up. 